What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Nathan Marzian here, joined by Brandon Echo, as always. Brandon, it is the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> NBA season is upon us, and I think a lot of us are looking forward. A lot of us in Wisconsin are looking forward to NBA season because uh, the Packers suck, mm-hmm. and today they lost to the Jets. Um, what was this? What was the final? Twenty-seven ten. Yeah, I was gonna say 24, 27, 10. Yeah, I mean, it, it's irrelevant. The, the final score is irrelevant. They, uh, they were just they were terrible. And it's time to move on to uh, to NBA season and and shift our focus to that. Obviously, we're still gonna pay attention to the Packers. I'm still rooting for the Packers, but not looking pretty on that front. But the Milwaukee Bucks play on Thursday. We got Philly to start the year. NBA starts on Tuesday, actually. So we're gonna get into um, we're gonna go basically at into um, each team's over under predictions for the season number of wins we have their over-unders here we'll each give a, a pick for that mm-hmm. our playoff standings predictions are uh, for each conference and then our playoff predictions and our award predictions so we got a lot to get into and we're going to start with the western conference and we're going to start with um so in the west we have the Dallas Mavericks, number one. We're going to go in alphabetical order here. Okay. That's how I have it. Dallas Mavericks, number one. 48 and a half is their over-under. Last year, they won 52 games and were the fourth seed. Are you over-under on the Mavs? 48 and a half wins. I'm going under, maybe surprisingly. I like Luka, but I don't know. I don't love, I don't love the roster. And as much as I think Jalen Brunson was a little hyped up too much this offseason, it's going to be a big loss for them. It's the same, dude. It's the same thing every year with them that they just can't put a good enough team around them. I love Luca as well. I would pick him for MVP, but I I have them under as well. I have them at forty seven, like just slightly up below That's their what under I have as well. <laughs> but it's like you can't win MVP if they're going to be in the play in. So it's like I mean, I think he could arguably be the best player, but um you know for the season not overall obviously Giannis is the uh-huh. best player in the league but it's like I could I think he could have the best season but he's not gonna win MVP because he's just his team's not good enough I don't I mean again you look at it's like Christian Wood Spencer Dinwiddie they lost Brunson um so I'm I'm just I I, I see them as a playing team you know I I don't see them doing anything spectacular love Luca but it's just like I I still don't think they have it um mm-hmm. Next up, Denver Nuggets, and they are at 49.5 is their over-under. Last year, 48, obviously missing Jamal Murray. They get him back, get Michael Porter Jr. back, and Bones Highland potentially takes a leap. I have them over. I have them at 52. I have them over as well. I got them at 51, and I like I like their team a lot this year. They, I mean, Jokic automatically puts you at about 50. <laughs> with a bat, I mean, last year they they didn't have much around him, and he had them at forty eight wins. Yeah. And it's like you get Jamal Murray back. Like I said, Bones could take a leap. Are they title contenders? In your opinion, I don't know. Like they're one of those fringe teams. Like if everything clicks perfectly, mm-hmm. then sure, you know they could win a title. And Jokic is a good enough number one, obviously, on a title team. And so it's like. I want to say yes, but at the same time, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say yes when you haven't seen it yet at all. Yeah, and I think just with the injuries, especially last year, it makes it hard because, I mean, there's three or four teams that I'm sure we'll talk about in the West that's like I like them as a title contender more, even though I think I like overall the Nuggets roster. I don't know. I mean, the both sides, East and West, are, you know, as stacked as it's been just because of all the talent. But uh, – they got the roster to do it. I don't know if they'll have the the chemistry and the health. Will you know losing Will Barton hurts a little bit, I think, but gaining you know Murray and MPJ as you said. And with the West here, like you know, again, we both have the Nuggets over. I think I think some of these top West teams and even the middle ones as well. I I I like in the especially in the West, they're overs because these bottom of the West teams are probably going to end up at the end of the year, kind of not, not caring and wanting mm-hmm. to just get a high draft pick and get Victor Wimanyama or, you know, Scoot Henderson or whatever. 
And they're just going to be able these, – these top to middle teams are going to kind of get maybe three more wins than they usually would because it's like they're going to kind of soak up some of these wins from bad teams. In the East, I don't think it's as – I don't think the bottom teams in the East are quite as bad. <coughs> and so I don't see it happening quite as much there. But, like, I noticed that for, you know, the top – I mean, we'll get to the teams, but the top four teams in the West for me, I have all going over, Nuggets being one of them. Because, again, I kind of look at it like that. Like, these are they're going to get some automatic, automatic wins against these bad teams. And especially it's going to happen with the middle teams as well where it's like, you know, games that usually would be pretty close and could go either way, they're going to kind of just be easy wins for them. Yeah. So that's something I just wanted to note. Uh, so, yeah, we both have uh, Nuggets going over. And now we will go into – Wait, who is who's you have the alphabetical list in front of you, right? I don't think this thing I have on here is alphabetical. Yeah, I got Golden who's, State next. Golden State. Okay. So Golden State, 51 and a half is their mm-hmm. over under 53 wins last year, the third seed, and of course went on to win the title. And I am going over for them, as I said, one like another top team that a lot of these bottom teams are going to just be automatic wins for them. They have so much, so much, so much talent, both young and old. Obviously you've got Steph, Clay, Draymond, the usual, you know, cast. And then you've got Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, James Wiseman, Jonathan Kuminga. They are in a very good spot. And Wiggins, of course, they just signed Wiggins. And it's like, you just got a team that can compete now, a team that, and it's going to be hard. You know, they, they're making decisions right now. They just, signed pool they just signed wiggins on kind of who they're gonna keep on this team and who they want to stay with going forward i'm not sure what's going to happen with draymond the whole punch thing is going to be interesting to see do you do you think draymond ends the season with the warriors after that happened i believe he will end the season with the warriors i don't i'm gonna say he doesn't end his career with the warriors though i do agree with that yeah and and people saying you know though there's no way they can that draymond can play on this team this year after that happens i'm like I don't agree with that. Yeah, like I don't agree with that. I think I think he'll be on the team. I think, you know, it'll be fine. It's just, um, I mean, again, they just paid Wiggins. They just paid Poole. I think they're going to kind of prioritize those guys. And it's like you're in a good position, but a weird position where you kind of have to start, like, saying no to the guys that built the entire thing. Yeah which is a weird position to be in. And it's like, you don't really want to, but it's like, you kind of have to, if you want to start again, prioritizing your future, letting this thing smoothly go into the future. And it's like, as I said, weird position to be in, but they're going to be awesome this year. In my opinion, I don't really see why they wouldn't be. Um, I have them at 55. If I didn't already say that, did I say that? No, um, I have them at, I have them at 53. So also over a little bit less. Um, They're my number one in the West. Um, also don't forget to note Patrick Baldwin Jr. is going to round that round out the rotation for the Warriors this year. So that's something to look out for another young he, star. He did look good. in uh, yeah, <laughs> was it in the preseason? He had a nice game or I, th- I think it was preseason. Um, I don't, cause he, I don't know if he played in the summer league, but yeah, he, um, yeah, he, yeah, I think he went four for six from three, one game in the preseason. And then he had one or two other nice games and, We'll we'll see, but uh, yeah, they're. I mean, like you said, they've just got a really nice nice mix of uh, vets and young guys. Um, a lot of guys that can fill in if they have injuries, which is big because there's a few of these teams where you look and it's like, oh, if they have an injury or two with guys that have been injury prone in the past, it's gonna hurt them a lot. So, all right, next up we got the Houston Rockets, who are at twenty three and a half. And they won 20 games last year. Are you over or under 23 and a half? I'm over with them. I have them at 25. I'm at 24, so I'm also going slightly over, but I think this is a pretty good total. Yeah. Um lots of talent on this team. Like I feel like they're too talented to be like really, 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 really bad. They'll just mm-hmm. be bad. Um, and again, this might be another team that like they they're trying at the beginning, they're decent competitive and then at the end of the year it might be like all right we're trying to get a top pick here and it might lose a lot of games at the end of the year but it's like it should be it's a talented enough team you know you got Jalen Green Jabari Smith's gonna be able to be good right away Kevin Porter Jr. 
Sangoon. I love the Tari Eason pick for them. I think he's going to yeah. be good. So I'm going over. Again, I don't think it'll be anything crazy, but I'm, I have him slightly over. And you, have, you do as well. So. Yeah. Um, next up, the Clippers. Last year, 42 wins. This year, 52 and a half is their total. Mm-hmm. Obviously, getting back Kawhi and Paul George, and that's always been the issue with them is just kind of staying healthy, having all their players available. When they're healthy, they should be awesome, and I have them slightly over here at 54. And as I said again, the top teams, I have them all couple, you know, one to two more wins just because of possibly the state of this state of the league at the end of the year, being able to just soak up wins. So I have wow, so we got a pretty big difference here. I have them under and I have them at 49. Now that's a obviously when you look at the roster, you're like, oh well, that's really low. My thing is how many games are we gonna get with PG and Kawhi um, you know, playing together? How many games are we gonna get where they're both sitting? Um, and that's just their top two stars. So now you get another guy or two banged up. How does John Wall fit into this? I I mean, I I like their team a lot. Ty Lue's a great coach, but I I don't know. That fe- that feels like a really high total for a team with two stars that haven't been able to stay healthy. So that's why I went under. That is fair. It's a it's a bet on yeah how many games those guys play. And and looking historically at it, it's probably a good bet on your side of like you know they're just not going to play a ton of games. They're not going to be like they might just save it up for the playoffs and whatever. Um, I do think that they'll be together you know, have mostly full strength throughout the, for most of the season. And I do think they're deep, which is what I like too. Again, it's like, if, if those guys do have to miss some time, I still think they're a good team. Um, good enough to be competitive and winning games. And so, yeah, to me, right around that 50 is, is a good over under. And that's kind of where it's at. You have them 49 uh, and I have them definitely a little bit higher at, at 54. I think they're going to, I really like them this year. I think they're going to compete for, um, you know, a number one seed and, and a title. So, and that's not saying, I, I know you still think they're a title contender, but mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely, I definitely see them as, I think they'll, those guys will play more regular season games than some people might think, I guess. Um, next up, the other LA team, the dumpster fire that is <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. And they are, they were 33 wins last year, this year, 45 and a half. I went under at 42. I also went under. I went with a slight under and did uh, 44 wins. Uh, and Yeah, I, I think slightly above 500. I mean, it's it's hard because you're also like at, – I won't – this. it's like you, you can't even decide if this is way too high or way too low because you're like, yeah. this team sucks. 40, <laughs> you know, 43, 44 wins is like not a small amount of wins. And at the same time, you're like, okay, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. If they can stay together, you know, if they're healthy playing together. Yeah. I just, I think 42 is kind of safe for me. Just slightly above 500. I don't yeah. like 45 and a half is, and, and I'm not trusting Anthony Davis to play a ton of games. I'll never, if, if I'm wrong and he plays, you know, 75 games, then whatever. But I'm not going to trust that's going to happen. Yeah, I think there's a better chance. There's a to me. There's a lot better chance that they're like a thirty to thirty-five win team than a fifty-win team. Yeah, but like you said, it's the fact of like this is a bad roster. Other than obviously having LeBron and AD. Yeah, dude, but who's their third best player? Honestly, I yeah, I heard some discussion about this. I mean, I guess I know Kendrick Nunn was thrown out there. He didn't even play all year. Like um, Kendrick Nunn is your third best player. That's just a disaster. <laughs> uh, you got. I mean, Lonnie Walker, they got Pat Bev, um, Juan Anderson, but it's like, it's, and Westbrook sucks. Like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't even know what, like, he's not the third, I don't think he's the third best player on this team. He's just not good. No. Um, I don't know. They're, they're just in a bad spot. And I'm sure they're going to try to make some trades, try to get after, I don't know whether it be Buddy Heald or some type of trade like that, but um, to try to, I mean, they're definitely going to make a trade to try to just, like, get themselves in a position where they can win a playoff series potentially against someone yeah. and and compete at least against the the top teams. If they can get a – again, like a Buddy Heald and Miles Turner to go along with LeBron and AD, I don't think you're winning mm-hmm. a title. But 
it's like you can at least compete and they're not in a they're not in any position where they're gonna blow anything up right now so it's like they're gonna just try to stay afloat um and give up some future picks i mean yeah. the only ones they have left because they already gave up a ton of them but yeah adding those two makes your starting lineup five times better um yeah even if you got pat bev or none starting at point guard so yeah so we're both going under there next up is the memphis grizzlies last year 56 wins second in the conference mm -hmm. and this year's total 48 and a half and yeah. i'll let you go first in this one this feel i don't know this feels like a very like trap uh win total because it feels low especially considering it's eight less than last year jaron jackson out to start the year i don't know how long he's out another case of guys being banged up but i like their depth i went over but slight at 49 wins which would be a a regression from last year which i wouldn't be too surprised with a young team and would still put them in the mix for like the four or five seed in the west so oh, yeah i went slightly under at 48 so we're right around the same yeah. i mean we both went basically a half game game. Over yeah. Under. yeah so Basically, this means I hate the Grizzlies and you love them because I went under and you went over. So, <laughs> no, I'm just um, but yeah, so I mean, you, we've talked about you. You know, I'm not the biggest jaw fan, big biggest jaw believer. I guess I, I don't. I think he's a good player. I think he's top ten to fifteen. I just, I don't know. I, I do think this team's going to take a little bit of a step back. As you said, it's very young. Jared Jackson's out for a while, and I don't know. I, I just think. Things kind of clicked last year. They had the weird, like, are they better without jaw thing? And yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty deep. But also at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I, I I feel like last year was a little bit fluky, a little bit like it's going to be tough to keep that up. And, again, you're losing Jaron Jackson. It's like you got John ja Morant, Steven Adams, Desmond Bain, who we both really like. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dylan Brooks is that good. I don't think Tyus Jones is that good. Danny Green, Brandon Clark, we we like, but I don't think he's that good. It's like, I don't know. Can this team be a 52, 53 win team? I don't, I don't know. I just don't think that's a a bet I want to make. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go under and say they'll be closer to the the play in than the top of the West. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. That's kind of the question is like, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's basically, do you believe they're near the top of the West with the, you know, Warriors, Clippers, or are they more closer to the plan? And to me, they're closer to the plan. Mm -hmm. So Grizzlies, I went under, you went over slightly. Timberwolves, this is an interesting one. Yeah. Obviously, biggest trade of the offseason was the Gobert one. And... It'll be very interesting to watch this team and see how they, you know, how long it takes for them to kind of click. And once they do click, if they do, what it looks like and, and how good they are. Last year, 46 wins. This year, they're at 48 and a half. So, I mean, another team that was surprising last year. And I think that's kind of reflected with this total. Like, like the 46 wasn't standard. That wasn't really expected. So they're saying you add Gobert. It's not, you know. You're going to still get better from last year, but it's not a, a drastic increase um, because last year they did kind of outplay their expectations. So, mm -hmm. and that's a testament to how good you know Anthony Edwards was. And my big question with this is like, as I said, I mean, how long does it take to click? But can Carl Towns defend more on the perimeter now with Gobert mm -hmm. patrolling the paint? I'm not sure. And it's going to be interesting to see again how they figure it out both offensively and defensively. I I do like the the trade for them. I, like not the trade, but I like the addition of Gobert for them. It was an overpay. Everyone kind of knows that, but um I think he solves a lot of their rim protection problems and rebounding problems. But again, it's going to just be like how does it all work together? How do you put everything together? And it'll also be, I mean, they're going to go as far as Anthony Edwards takes them also. Because we kind of know what Gobert is. We know what Cat is. They're not getting any, you know, they're not going to really surprise us this year. I don't think either one of them is going to be much better or worse than we think they're going to be. It's going to be, okay, how how far does Anthony Edwards take them? Yeah. And I, I, I like Anthony Edwards. 
I'm going slightly over at 49 wins. Okay. Um, I So I went under here with 47 because, I mean, pretty much the same stuff as you. I, I like the Gobert edition, but to me it reminds me of when the Sixers um, <clears throat> traded away, you know, key role guys. And it might have been the Jimmy Butler trade. I, it, I can't remember what trade it was because I don't know if it was a Jimmy Butler trade, but it was like there was times where they traded Covington and Sarich, and it was like those are two guys that helped you win games and provide stuff off the bench. I think they gave up too much of that. So a one-win improvement this year by getting Gobert I think makes sense because it almost offsets to me with the guys you lose that, you know, I mean they lost two, two or three guys that would be playing minutes for them. Pat yeah. Benham, who was, you know, the ultimate – the ultimate hype man, whether you, I mean, whether, whether you think that's good or bad, I guess depends, but, um, so yeah. All right. We move on to the Pelicans last year, 36 wins, um, ended up being the eight seed after the plan. And this year's over under 49 and a half. That is a big jump. And wait, you, Okay, the line I saw was Pelicans 44 and a half. 44? Yeah. Is that what it is? Okay. Well, I say, that's a big jump. Maybe I maybe I looked at it wrong. Hold on. We got confirmed. We need, we need, a, we need confirmation <laughs> on this. I think 40, it's probably 40. I feel like 49 is a lot. 44 and a half is the is the over under. I was like, that seems that seems kind of kind of high. Even with the addition of Zion and everything. I am going over here though by a decent margin. And what do you have them at? I have my 51. Wow, okay. I I think this team's gonna be good, dude. Yeah. I have them at 49 wins. Um which I, I know and we'll both probably talk about it quick here. We both really like them. They have crazy depth when you look at their roster from top to bottom. I mean their twelfth or thirteen guys could be eighth or ninth guys on some contending teams, I think. Um, yeah, I I just think 49 is still a really good season, and there's going to be a lot of tough games. Um, and I wonder how long it takes to mesh just because of the whole – when Zion was healthy, they were, like, running him a lot, like, point guard style, I think, like point Zion, I remember. So it's like, how do they mesh and start playing together? But I think I, – I mean, I think they'll figure it out, and they're just so good, so – I yeah and 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 this is like I feel like 44 and a half is is kind of taking into account that Zion, you know, the injury history and everything and there was just a huge really really good catch in the uh, Cowboys game. Sorry. <laughs> um Noel Brown just had a crazy catch. Anyways, so it it's kind of taking into account that okay, he might miss time or there might be some injury stuff that that goes on throughout the season. I'm just kind of going to – I, I want to assume that like, – I don't have a reason to believe that Zion's going to just keep missing a bunch of time. I think he's going to be back. He's going to be really good. He's going to be – and it's him. And then you take the guys you already know what you're getting from them. Brandon mm-hmm. Ingram, he's awesome. CJ McCollum's good. Jonas Valanciunas is a nice big man. And then you got – yeah, as you said, all these role players, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, um, Alvarado, now add Dyson Daniels, who I think can be pretty good yeah. right away and be like a – Good defender. I just really like this team. I think they're going to be super fun. They're one of my top league pass teams. Yeah, they are. I'm just. I I really like them. I have them. You know, around that 50 win mark, more than 45. So, um, yeah. So we're both going over there by. Yeah, that's a hard over. A decent margin. Yeah. Next up, the OKC Thunder. 24 wins last year, and their over under is about the same this year. 23 and a half. I'm going slightly under at 22. Mm. I think they'll be fine for a bit. SGA, Josh Giddy, But I think at the end of the year, they'll decide to kind of, again, start tanking, start, all right, let's try to get a, a top pick here. But they'll be competitive for a while. They got, you know, they got a couple of nice players and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of youth, obviously, on their yeah. team. So, I, have them, I have them over. I put them at 25. It's pretty similar to the Rockets for me, and with what you've been saying, I think they're they've got a lot of young talent now. If if Shea's playing and is healthy, I think they can grind out some games where they're just gonna they're gonna care, and that's the same thing with Houston. But then, like you said, if they're 
you know, not looking great. Maybe they're a little banged up. Obviously, Chet's already out the whole season. They're like, okay, let's, you know, not play our starters these last 10 games, and they'll probably win one or two of the last 10, which tanks their record. But I'm going to go slight over because I think they're going to want to show that they can be competitive and they want to just kind of grow the grow the team, I guess, chemistry-wise, winning games. All right, Phoenix is up next. 64 wins last year. Obviously, they've been a regular season powerhouse. Um, 52 and a half is their now total went down quite a bit and I'm going slightly under at 51. I think this total is pretty good though. Like, it, it does, you know, you, you want to be like, I think the tons of sons will take a step back. And so it makes you say, I think they're going to have, you know, I think the under is going to hit, mm-hmm. but looking at the total, I'm like, they, it's kind of taking that into account that they're going to take a step back. They, it's not like the total is 57 or something. Um, I've gone back and forth on how I think things could go and whether the Suns will potentially like implode and actually be kind of a bad team. I, I I wanted to say that for a little bit, but I still think they'll be pretty good and they'll be, you know, a contender. CP3, I think still has time left. It'll be interesting to see though. I mean, I, I don't know. There's not many guys at his age that are really, really good besides like LeBron. So. Yeah. I was going to say, I think he's one of the three oldest in the league now they said. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have them lower. I have them at 48. Okay. Which does feel a little low, especially considering, like you said, they're already taking into account about a 10 to 12 win drop. But um, CP3, another year older, showing some signs, being banged up. I mean, he he also showed signs of still being great, so I'm not discrediting him for that. But um, I I just don't like the whole Aiton stuff with the chemistry, a lot of stuff with the owner. Crowder wants out, so it's like it just – it feels like this is a team that could go into a really bad spell and just be really underwhelming. Next up, so we, we're both under. You're a little bit more than I am on the Suns. Mm-hmm. Next up is the Blazers. 39 and a half is well, the total. Hate. What? You hate the Blazers. Oh, oh. <laughs> 39 and a half is their total. And 27 last year. I have them under at 36. Okay. I'm under as well at 38. They're like the Wizards of the West. They're yeah. in the middle. They've got a good player, but their their roster sucks. They're just like, no, like I I don't know. And they maybe they'll blow it up. I, I don't really know how you blow it up though. You have Dame. Like you're not going to be terrible. So yeah, um, they're kind of stuck in the middle. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't I don't really like them much. I see. I, think I like they- Anthony Simons though. Seeing they still they have Jeremy Grant. I don't know if you're not a big Grant guy, but to me he's that, good. I I I think that's kind of the piece they needed, but I think they're like three years too late getting it. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. they needed him a few years ago. Yeah, when you actually had a you know a pretty good close to contending roster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we're both going under there. Yeah. Yep. I had 38. You had 36. All right, Kings. Oh, I like the King. Our favorite pick right here. <laughs> 33 and a half is the total. They had 30 last year. I have them at 40. I also have them right at the 40 mark. The Kings are winning 40 games this year. Yes, that is way too low. Way too low. They have – they've got a good – like, this is not just a young completely – like, like every player on this team is young. They have a couple of, like, proven yeah. guys. You've got, you know, Sabonis. Fox, Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes. Like, Harrison Barnes is good. I mean, like, yeah. people, you know, I don't think anyone, like, is going to be like, oh, my God, Harrison Barnes. But it's like, they have some good players on the roster. And then you've got Keegan Murray, who's going to, I think, be really good right away. Mm-hmm. You've got Davion Mitchell, Malik Monk. I freaking, I really like this team. Yeah, I do. I think the Monk and Herter additions are very overlooked because Monk's going to provide him with the shooting on the outside and just overall scoring. Herter is going to give him a little bit of like the bigger playmaking play. And he's not a great defender, but he's good, you know, like just play tough defense. I really like him too. They're eight, nine deep. They got Rashawn Holmes um, to back up. Yeah, him. I mean, I even like um, Chez Mitu. Matu, I don't know how to say his last name. Mm-hmm. He, looked, he looked pretty good for them last year. So I just, I think they got a, a pretty solid 10. I, I don't see how they don't win 34 games. That seems, that seems really low. Yep. Um, so we both love the Kings. The Spurs, <laughs> 22 and a half is their total. Should be one of the worst teams. 
34 last year. Lost DeJounte Murray. I like a couple of their players. I like Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson. And I'm excited to see a couple of their rookies. Sohan and Branham should get a good amount of minutes. We both like them coming out. Mm-hmm. But they are going to be really bad. I, I have them 22, so right at the total, basically, and just slightly under. But they're, they're going to be a team that's in the Wembanyama sweepstakes, of course. So Yeah, I got them uh, slightly over at 24 because I think Pop's going to have them competitive for a little bit, and then it's just going to be that, okay, we're one of the bottom four teams. We need to just, you know, Kellen Johnson, you're done. Vassell, you're done. We want yeah. So, And really same with the Jazz. The Jazz are the last team. Same with them. Yeah. I mean, they were obviously a contender last year, 49 wins. Now 24.5 is their total. I have them under at 21. I have them as the worst team in the West. I think they're going to sell some of these players. I think they're going to be – really bad and just kind of the same as the Spurs where they're going to be one of the top picks. Are they going to be the worst team in the league? Cause that's what I have. That's what I th- I have them tied with someone. Okay. Oh, we'll find I, out I, who. I know, but I don't want to, I don't want to spoil. Yeah. We'll find out too. Who, uh, as we get to the, uh, Eastern conference. So here we go. East. We'll start with the, hold on. Let me get to the top of the list. <laughs> Boston Celtics, no, Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks, last year, 43 wins. This year, 45 and a half is their over-under. I've got them over at 48. I've got them over at 47. I like their roster, and I'm a little bit more in on the Murray trade than others, I think. Yeah, I like DeJounte. He can defend, which is pretty nice to put a lot. I mean, you need someone alongside Trey Young that can at least play some defense. Mm-hmm. And so I like that for uh, for them. And that's going to kind of be what it comes down to is can they buy in on the defensive end and yeah. be a really good defensive team? Can Trey Young do that a little bit? And um, I think DeAndre Hunter is going to be a player to watch. I don't think he can – I don't know if he's a most improved – like I don't know if he can get to that level of like being a most improved can- player candidate, but I think he'll be a key piece for them and be someone yeah. that – um you know, does improve a lot. So both have the Hawks over Boston Celtics. I hate the Celtics, dude. Um, <laughs> 51 last year, 53 and a half this year. I do have them under at 50. I have them under as well at 51, mainly because I don't know what to expect with the assistant coach. Yeah, that definitely, I mean, before that happened, I might've been at like 53. I, I, I don't think it changes a ton, but it's like, just gives me a little bit of like, eh, you know? Yeah. And it's also hard to tell which, you know, they had such a great end of the year last year, but the beginning was so meh. Mm -hmm. It's hard to like, you know, the fact that they weren't really great for the whole year makes you question, okay, like, you know, is this something that's going to continue? Is this something that, you know, are we going to see more of what we saw in the first half last year? I I still think they're good though. I mean, they're going to be a contender. Um, and be one of the the top teams in the East. So, fifty wins, um, still still a good amount of wins. But I think they'll be under. I mean, they have they're are they number one in terms? Yeah, they're they're the yeah, number one highest uh, win total projection. So yeah. I just don't think they'll be the the number one team in the in the league. So yeah, Brooklyn Nets, forty four last year, fifty and a half is their total this year. Obviously disappointing last year, being the seventh seed, ended up getting swept in the first round. We know they're contenders with Kyrie and KD, but the main, main, main thing, the X factor, Mr. Ben Simmons. Yeah. What do you have over under? This is, I just want to say this is my number one do not um, touch team, probably in the whole league. I have them slight under at 49, but they're a scary team when you look at their roster. Um. I, I like the roster. I don't like that. I, I don't know what I'm getting out of them because of the whole off season, because of Ben Simmons and because of Kyrie not wanting to play all the time. I have them under at four, slightly under at 48. Okay. And as you said, it's not one I'd be comfortable betting either way. Cause it could so easily be really, really good. It could so easily be really, really bad. Um, but yeah, Simmons is the X factor. I mean, if he's playing with this team and gelling perfectly, they could be really good. But if he sucks, it's like that could just ruin the entire thing. So um, he's going to put up 10 assists a game. 
but how can, yeah. how can he contribute scoring wise and how good he, I mean, we've seen he can be really good defensively. So I expect him to be, uh, I'm, I don't think he's really had health issues. So, I mean, he should be fine going into this year, but you never know what he's going to pull. So Charlotte Hornets, 33 and a half is their total last year. 43. I am pretty decently under here at 27. Yeah, this is my lock of the East under. I have them at 25, which still might be low, but I I think this is another team that could say, all right, we are not good. We've traded away some pieces. We're tanking. Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to be sellers. Yeah. And they've got Rozier, P.J. Washington, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Uber. Like, those guys all could get traded. Yeah. And they'll just suck. And it'll be like, LaMelo, hold it. Like, trust us. Give us two years and we'll be good. Yeah. Um. So I could see that happening. So we're both going under there. Don't like that they fired the coach. The Bulls. 41 and a half is theirs. So very middle of the pack. They're basically mm-hmm. projected to be 500. 46 last year. I got them at 41. So basically right at their total. I think it's a good total. They're kind of the definition of like average. Yeah. I, I have them at 43 because I think with some of their talent, they'll be able to to win those close games and like we've said feed off some of the bottom teams that don't want to win especially because Mm -hmm. they have to win some games to stay in the playoff picture around that win total so yeah slight over at 43 but don't love them this year yeah Lonzo's hurt to start the year they're gonna struggle defensively I feel like and it's like you had those crazy stretches from DeRozan last year and it's like they still were only at like 46 so I don't know yeah I just I don't know if they can even get back to that level so um I don't hate them. It's just they're kind of like, man. Yeah. The Cavs. Donovan Mitchell obviously was one of the biggest stories of the uh, offseason, him going to the Cavs. They have a nice team. Yeah. 47 and mm-hmm. a half is their over-under. They were 44 last year, lost in the plan. I have them basically right at this, just over at 48. That's exactly um, what I have. Like their front court a lot, obviously, with Mobley and Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. The backwards can score. Can they defend though? I'm not sure. Yeah. And who plays small who's playing the small forward full time? Yeah, I mean it's I guess it's between do they bring Lavert off the bench and have a coral start and they want I don't know him, you know, as the defender. And then you got Lavert leading the, the bench, maybe I guess. Uh but I really like the Donovan Mitchell dish, and I don't know how you feel. I think you like it as well. I like that fit. Yeah, I like it. I I mean it doesn't to me, it's not like I don't know. I'm I'm still not like oh my god the Cavs, but I still I mean I just it, it does make me like them a little bit more. Um, yeah. But it wasn't something that it's like holy cow they are like Eastern Conference like you know a team that's really really going to contend for the to to win the East. Uh, I still think they're like a tier below the uh, like Sixers, Bucks, Celtics. But yeah, especially being a little young and they're, it's going to take them a little probably a little time to gel. But yeah. I, I like that core. I like that team. It's going to be fun to watch. Detroit Pistons, 23 wins last year, 29 and a half this year. I think this should be a pretty fun team, competitive yeah. team. They've got a good amount of, you know, pretty good players. I'm going 31, so slightly over. Okay. And um, I don't think they're going to go full tank. I think they'll be pretty good, at least I competitive. Agree. Yeah, I have them at 30 wins, which you – I was iffy on this because I'm like, this is the highest of like the like, quote unquote bad teams, you know, that are like young rebuilding, but I definitely think they're the best of the group. I think Kate will make a nice, you know, take a nice stride. They, they got a pretty solid squad with uh Sadiq Bay and now they added Jaden Ivy, Isaiah Stewart. So I like them. So yeah, slightly over at 30. Cade potential uh, most improved guy, which is dumb because he's, the number one pick, you shouldn't yeah. be in the running for it. But I don't like that. That's how it works. Um, the Pacers, 23 and a half is their over-under. 25 was their total last year. I've got them under at 21. I think they'll be tied for the worst record in the league. Hmm. Okay. I, and I don't – I mean, right now I don't hate their roster, but I think they're going to sell. I think they're going to try to find any way to be as bad as they can. And kind of like the uh, Hornets – with LaMelo, kind of with Halliburton, they'd be like, just like, we're keeping you around. Duarte, Ben Matherin, like, you know, yeah. just 
we're going to sacrifice this season for future success and sell Buddy Heald, sell Miles Turner, and just kind of go from there. So I think they'll be bad. I have them actually over at 25, which is still a bottom like three record based on kind of the records I have. So, I mean, I think they start off better than people expect. Uh, and then, like you said, if they get rid of, you know, Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, it's going to be like, okay, we got Jalen Smith playing 30 minutes and Isaiah Jackson, who just neither of them have really seen that much NBA time. But I, th- I think they're pretty good young pieces and they're just going to say, all right, we, we're going to build the chemistry with them and whatever. So I think they'll kind of be interesting to watch actually, because they got a lot of guys that we haven't seen in full roles. And I like Matherin, but Next up is Miami. 53 wins last year. They were the number one seed in the East. 48 and a half is their total this year. I've got them right around there, but just slightly under at 47. For me, it kind of depends. Can Bam take a leap? And how cooked is Kyle Lowry? <laughs> Very. He might be cooked. I think he's cooked. Yeah, he is. He is um, He is the Russell Wilson of the NBA now. He's done. Heat country. Let's ride. It's not happening. They- I got him at 47 also. They just feel like a team you kind of know what you're getting. I, I don't know. And, and they're not they're not bad. I just I don't think Bam gets much better. Hero's not getting much better. Jimmy Butler is what he is. Lowry's not he's gonna get worse. Um Max Struess is just like I don't know. There's nothing there that's like I I don't think I can be very surprised by anyone on that team. And the East is just so much better. It just continues to get better. I like Yeah, Jimmy. both of these conferences, dude. And I mean, we'll get to this when we go through our standings, but like yeah, there's a lot of good teams. There's like eight to nine like good teams in each conference, which usually the yeah. eight seed like kind of sucks, but it's they're actually pretty good teams now. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be really fun just how much parity and you don't I mean there's so many good teams in the league. So um next up is our Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. 51 wins last year, 52 and a half this year. I have at 53, so right around there. Um, I think that's a good number for them, just over 50, and it'll be largely just dependent on their health. I mean, if if the big three is playing a lot, then they might go slightly over. They're missing some games. They'll go slightly under. Going to be right around that, anywhere from one to four. Um, So, I mean, not much to talk about, honestly. Yeah, I have them slightly under at 51. I think they're probably pretty much the – one of the teams to lock in is like a 50 win team, but I just, I mean, we know Middleton's going to be out to start the year. Now Pat's already out the first three weeks. Yep. Giannis hasn't played um, a full season in, in a while now. I, I have to look again, but I think he sat like 16 games last year or something. Yeah. He or, played or 60, 66 or 67. I, I was going to say, yeah. So about 15 games between being hurt and stuff. And I mean, they just, they're, they're the team where it's like, right, we know we're going to win a lot of games. We don't need to play them every night because we just want a top four seed. So, yeah. And like you said, it might be it might be a struggle to start. I mean, they might just hover slightly above 500 for a little bit without Chris, without Pat, um, playing a couple of tough teams early on. But, again, once they get like clicking, it doesn't – I mean, we're not worried too much about the beginning of the year. It's about playing your best at the end and being healthy at the end. So, mm-hmm they're kind of have said they're going to take the long approach approach to it. And um, I don't know. I do think Giannis will play a little bit, you know, more than he has before, or at least like last year and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he'll play 70 plus in my opinion. And that's why I think they'll win 53. Um, so slightly over for me. Uh, next up is the New York Knicks. One of the other kind of middle of the pack teams. 38 and a half is their total 37 last year. I have them at a, a decently over at 42. I okay. kind of like the Knicks. Yeah, I have them over and I have them as the ultimate average team this year at 41 wins. So a clean 500. I like, I like Brunson. I mean, they have like, you know, several good players. I just, they don't really have a guy. How good RJ Barrett is will probably determine their ceiling. And I don't think he's getting a ton better, so it's like they're kind of just there. Um, I don't know. I don't think Randall's anything crazy, and it's just like should still be a, a fun team to follow and watch and stuff. I don't know how good Obi Toppin's going to be. I, he's going to be great. He's going to love be- Obi Toppin. I <laughs> have not been the biggest fan of him, but um, 
looked pretty good in a preseason game the other day. So I don't know. They're they're uh, still a fun team. They've got some good players, but nothing special to me. Like they're one of the. I mean, for me, I only have, and this is kind of what the over unders are projecting as well. Like in the thirties and even low forties, I don't have that many teams. It's all like kind of trash, and then it goes up to like forty five plus. Yeah. Wins for me. Um, I only have like Pistons, Bulls, and Knicks are between 30 and 45 for me. That's it. And again, even the over-unders, there's only one team between 30 and 40, and that's – or two teams between th- – wait, hold up. 30.5. Yeah, two teams between – no, sorry, sorry. Three teams between 30 and 30, 40 wins in the projections, which are the Hornets, who I think go under, the Wizards, who I think go under. We'll get to them. And – the Knicks. So there's just not many teams in that range. It's yeah. all kind of like mid to upper forties mm-hmm. and 30 or less. 30. Yeah. 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 I've only got three teams in the 30 to 40 range as well. So, yeah. That's just something I noticed kind of going through it as I was like, there's just not many teams that are uh, kind of in, in that middle range, but um, that's, I mean, that's not the place you want to be. So that's kind of why is there's just, you're kind of either a contender or you're not. So yeah. Um, all right, next up, we have the Orlando Magic. Fun young team. Mm-hmm. Too good to be awful, in my opinion. Yes. Wagner, Boncaro, Mo Bamba, Suggs, Cole Anthony. Like, you're not going to suck. You might be bad, but you're not going to suck. 26 and a half is the total. They were 22 last year. I have them at 29. I have them at 28, and yeah, I, I mean, we were talking about them the other day. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch, and one of those teams that just is competitive because they got a lot of young guys. Yeah, so that we both have them over. Philly is next. 50.5 is their total, 51 last year. I have them at 54, and I think they're going to be a really good regular season team. Good, you know, Even in the playoffs, too, I think they'll be a th- uh, one of the best teams in the East, if not the best. Um. Hard for me to like actually put money on this because it basically you need to rely on Embiid's health. And I don't want to do that, but assuming he plays a good chunk of the games, and doesn't get any big injury, I think they'll go over. Yeah, I have them <clears throat> over as well. I got him at fifty-two, and on top of the Embiid thing, I think it's how good is Harden and how well do they click. So they have, dude. I, I just like their addition to the offseason. They got PJ Tucker, DeAnthony Melton on draft night. They got. Daniel House, who I wanted kind of the Bucks to get as a, you know, um, cheap option, but like a, a guy who can contribute. Mm-hmm. Maxi, I think, will take a leap this year. I'll talk about him later. I like Maxi. Yeah, I love Maxi. And so, and then, yeah, I mean, you've got to obviously Embiid and Harden as the two stars. So they're good. I mean, they're going to wow. be a, a threat to the Bucks, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're definitely a really good team. So the Toronto Raptors. 45 and a half is their total. 48 was last was their total last year. And I have them at 49. So I have them pretty pretty uh significantly over. That's three and a half. I mean, I have them a few wins above their total. So I think I I just think they always try hard in the regular season. Like mm-hmm. Nick Nurse is always the guy that is gonna go all out to stop your superstar, whether it be a playoff game or a Tuesday night game in January. And it's like <laughs> No, I'm serious. And then, yeah, I think I think Scotty. I love Scotty Barnes. I think he takes a leap. I think Ananobi can take a leap. And then you have the guys that you know what they are, which is like Siakam and Fred Van Vliet, who are both really yeah. good. So it's like I just there's no reason. I mean, they won 48 games last year. Why would they? I, I truthfully, I'm just like, what about them is worse? Yeah. I, so I, think, I actually, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I. I think I my total is a little low. I have them at 46 as the over. And just to what you're about to say is I think the only thing that has me having them worse is the fact that just overall the East is a little better. So I think yeah. it's tough for them to win 50 games, especially because they're more built on their defense and being able, like you said, stop the best player. We got eight guys that are six foot eight and can guard every position. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, I like them. So, I, like I said, I think that's a little low. But, um, yeah. That is a good point, though, about the East. And, you know, that could prevent them from reaching their total from last year. I Again, I just look at them and I'm like, I, I see Scotty Barnes and, and Ananobi being better. 
potentially significantly better when it comes to like Scotty Barnes could be really, really, really freaking good. And I don't see anyone else getting really worse. And it's like, you know, they didn't really lose anything. So um, yeah. yeah, I really liked them this year. So last but not least, the Washington Wizards. Yuck. Yeah. 30 and a half is their total 35 last year stuck in the middle. Like, like as I said, the Blazers are kind of the Wizards of the West. They're kind of the Blazers of the East. Beal, Porzingis, Kuzma, all good players. They'll give you like they give them a floor that they can't be terrible. But like they don't really have many exciting young guys. They're can't defend. They're not gonna be a playoff team. They do have Johnny Davis. Dude, he actually sucks. <laughs> I mean, have you seen what everyone's saying about him? And like even the reporters are just like, this guy's not it. Like the Washington reporters? Yeah, and just, I mean, I've seen fans on Twitter and reporters and stuff. Just, it's not sounding good at all from, like, the Johnny Davis front. And I I very much am rooting against Johnny Davis because he's only, nothing against Johnny Davis, but he's went to Wisconsin, so I will root against him. But even just not, like, nothing to do with that, it genuinely has been really bad. And I think he's, like, 9 of 40 shooting the ball in summer league and preseason. It's like that's you drafted a score that can't score. That's <laughs> well, can we give him a little slack because he just had a kid? Yeah, he's true. got he's got to have the slack. Yeah. But um, anyways, I yeah, so I, I have them slightly under at twenty eight. Okay, so I have them over. I have them at thirty four because I think wow. mainly because yeah, that I with that core, I think if Rui Hachimura is healthy, if Kispert can be a little better, I. Th- I think I feel like 30 wins is very doable for those guys. Yeah, and Rui Rui is the one kind of young piece that they have there that's kind yeah. of exciting. Yeah, and I mean 34 and 48 is still pretty bad and it's that thing where it's like it's one of the only teams that's in the middle. I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep them in that range because they they have enough guys to in my opinion win 30 games but mm-hmm. not much more. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. This that, that one could go like I so don't like it at 29 and a half or 30 and a half. Yeah. Okay. The one I saw was 35 and a half. And I felt like that was. Did I, maybe I could be wrong then. I, I mean, mean, no, I but mean, either way, I mean, you have them slightly under and I still have them under my total, but if it's 29 and a half, I might have to. to it's 35 and a half. Okay. Well, you I might don't know where I got that under. I'm going, I'm going under though. That might modify 28 is a little low. Like again, looking at, I mean, I have them at 28, but I, I might move it up to like 30, 31, but you're going to lock them in as an, um, that's a lock for you. Yes. But it's, <laughs> it's like, I was just about to say before, they're one of the teams that like could be all, o- all over the place. Like, I feel like they could be in the 20, like high twenties. And I feel like they could be in the, mid to high 30s based on how they do against the other middle of the pack teams like they're not going to beat good teams i don't think they're going to necessarily lose to like the pacers but um <laughs> they're sneaky decent i i don't know i just see like the bulls beating them the knicks beating them the heat hawks like as as you said the east is better so some of these middle of the pack teams are going to become below average teams yeah so they're one of those teams but i'll, I'll probably adjust this maybe slightly higher than than the 28 i have um, but I'm still going to be under on that. And that is our over-unders. So now we'll get into really quick. We, I mean, we all, we, the totals are all in there, but what, what is your East standings predictions? All right. So, uh, top to bottom, I got Sixers as the best team in the East. And obviously this is based on the win totals. Yes. Then we go Bucks two, Celtics three, Nets four, Cavs five, Hawks six. Heat seven, Raptors eight, Bulls nine, Knicks ten, and then Wizards eleven, twelve Pistons, thirteen Magic, fourteen Hornets, fifteen Indiana Pacers. I have Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, so those are the same. I have Raptors four. I do really like the Raptors this yeah. year. Nets five, Cavs six, Hawks seven, Heat eight, Knicks nine, Bulls ten. Pistons 11, Magic 12, Wizards 13, Hornets 14, Pacers 15. Where did you have the Heat? I have them seven. 
Okay. So we both have them in the plan. There's in both conferences, there's like there's gonna be one to two plan spots that it's a team that you don't want to put in the plan, but yeah. there are. Yeah. Because it's like Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Nets, Cavs, Hawks, Heat. All those teams are good, but two of them have to be in the plan. Like they have yeah. to. And it's like there's no one like nobody that's a fan of any of those teams would agree with us putting them in the plan. But you literally like you have to, you know. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not putting the Bucks, Sixers, Celtics in the plan. So it's, you know, it's just like that eliminates three right there. So two of Knicks or two of Heat, Hawks, Cavs, Nets, Raptors are going to have to be in the plan. So um, for the West, I have Warriors one, Clippers two, Nuggets three, Pelicans four. That's kind of high, but I like it. Suns five, Grizzlies six, Wolves seven, Mavs eight, Lakers nine, Kings ten. Blazers 11, Rockets 12, Thunder 13, Spurs 14, Jazz 15. So we're pretty similar other than the Grizzlies, I think. I got the Warriors 1, Nuggets 2, Grizzlies 3, Pels 4. Then I got Clippers 5, Suns 6, Mavs 7, T-Wolves 8, Lakers, Kings 9 and 10. And then the same bottom, Blazers, Rockets, Thunder, Spurs, and the Jazz. And we do, I mean, you have Clippers five, I have them two, so that's a little bit of a difference yeah. there. But, Clippers um, and Grizzlies are the big ones. Yeah. So, and then here again, it's like the Wolves, I have it as the seven. You had who is the seven? I had the Mavs. So Mavs and the T-Wolves and the play-in, it's like. Yeah, those are the two that are like, they're they're not, they're good teams. I don't want to put Luka in the play-in. I don't want to put that Timberwolves team in the play-in, but it's like. Again, two two of these teams, Warriors, Clippers, Nuggets, Pelicans, Suns, Grizzlies, Wolves, Mavs, are all good teams, but two of them have to be in the play, and they have to. Yeah. So um, that's – I mean, again, eight. there's pretty much eight good teams in each conference. I think the drop-off in the East is from kind of heat to, like, the Knicks or the Bulls. Yeah. And I think the drop-off in the West, whether it be Heat, Hawks, Cavs, that, that tier to the Knicks-Bulls tier is the drop-off. And then in the West, it's – um, that Mavs Wolves tier to the yeah. Lakers Kings tier. Yeah. So definitely some some kind of clear to me after the eight. There's kind of the uh, drop off in both conferences. All right. Before we get out of here, awards. Rookie. Well, no. What should we start with? What you pick? Um, we can do whatever you want. I got. I mean, I had MVP first, but obviously it doesn't really matter. MVP. Who you got? I got Nikola Jokic. Now I know they're not. He's not winning three straight. I, I don't care. I <laughs> I know, and I know that you're mad because Giannis didn't win three in a row. But my case for him is this, if he gets the Nuggets to the two seed, which is where I have them, and he somehow makes another statistical jump. I mean, he's amazing. Could it could it be the first time? in I don't know how many people have won three or three in a row. He's he he's my pick. I don't know. I know I know Larry Bird did. I don't remember. There, there's I think one other person did. I guess say there's one or two other. But I'm going with Jokic. I I'm, I got to stick to my my guts. I think the Nuggets are going to be good, so I'm I'm riding Jokic. <clears throat> this is not biased. Giannis is winning his third MVP. I hope. I hope he does. I think he'll be. I think he'll play like 70 games. And I think we know if he plays 70, he's going to be a top three candidate. Like that's kind of a lock. Yep. He's going to put up great numbers. He's going to be, a, you know, probably the best player in the league just from a general standpoint. I think he'll have the numbers to do it. Um, you know, again, he'll probably be 30, 12, and 6. Maybe his jumper is even a little bit better. Um, and, yeah, if the Bucks are a top-two seed, I think he'll have a good chance. At, and, beat, I, at my, and then my runner-ups are kind of the same – I have it as the same guys who are always in the race. I have Embiid, yeah. Jokic, and maybe Kawhi I have behind him. If Kawhi can play enough games and the Clippers are a two seed, I think Kawhi could get there. I have the Clippers higher than you do. So, that, I mean, that's just why I have them there. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask how you felt about Embiid because th- this feels like a very if, – if I had to go with somebody not Jokic, I'd say Embiid, even though I want to say Giannis, only because I feel like they're like, okay, Embiid was really good last year. He now I'm not saying they're just going to give it to him because he was whining, but it's like if he plays a lot of games, he's really good again. And the Sixers are a first or second. I 
definitely could see him winning it too. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I have them as the number one seed in the East. I just don't know. I think their team is good enough now that it's not going to be him just like carrying them. Yeah. He'll be the best player, but it's like, I think there's a scenario where there's like a conversation around these guys and it's, you know, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic at the end again. But the conversation is like, Jokic, you know, I, like Embiid maybe has the best team around him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Middleton's been, you know, Middleton might be hurt for a while. And then it's like Giannis kind of boosts his case that way where, I don't know. I I just, I think that could play into it. Ultimately, if, if it's close, they're probably going to give it to Embiid though. I mean, the guy hasn't won it is probably going to have the, ben- the benefit of the doubt or the um, tiebreaker, I guess, for most people. Yeah. So, um. I guess he'd be right there in, in terms of who I'd pick to win it. But mm-hmm. going with Giannis, um, defensive player of the year, I have Bam. Okay. This is I, don't, I don't love that, but I think it's another one where he hasn't won it and he'll be in the conversation again. Yeah, I think that's fair. I have I have Giannis here because I – and this is more based on if he doesn't win MVP, but he's really in the race. And like you said, he plays 70, 75 games. I think this is kind of their way of saying – yeah, he was really good. He's the anchor of their defense. Yeah, and then I have Giannis second, and I have um, Gobert as a uh, another candidate for. It. He's always in the in the mix, though. Um, all all three of those guys are. I just another one where I'm like benefit of the doubt, not benefit of the doubt, but just tiebreaker. If it's Giannis and Bam, like they might give it to Bam, and in my case, if they're voting Giannis MVP, they'll give the other one to someone else probably. So, um, coach of the year. I'm going with either Willie Green of the Pelicans or Nick Nurse of the Raptors based on my standings because I have Pelicans fourth. I have um, Raptors fourth. I think those are kind of the two surprising teams. So I'm going to pick them as my coach of the year. I've got Mike Malone as my coach of the year because I have the Nuggets finishing second. Even though they've been good, I think if they could be 50-plus win team, really good from start to finish maybe he gets his recognition because he hasn't won one yet yeah with so many good teams that this could go a lot of different ways tough to say yeah six man of the year we'll go to i'm gonna say pool i'm going pool party as well it's gonna him or hero 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 is gonna be in it again because he's gonna get a bunch of shots off the bench (laughs) but i think pool will be like slightly fewer points per game but better efficiency on a better team um, and probably just getting more recognition that way. So I'm going to go with Poole. Who do you like more as a player? Jordan Poole, 100%. Okay. Most improved is another guy that's kind of in this tier of guys. I have – and there's like six guys I have that could that I like, but I'm picking Tyrese Maxey. Okay. I, I'll, I'll say my three, and then if you want to say the rest of yours. I have – I wrote Tyrese Maxey as well. And then I have Scotty Barnes and Tyrese Halliburton as I think those are my top three. I really like Halliburton and obviously his role is going to be elevated. And then Scotty Barnes with it being his second year, I think could really, like you said, he could be due for a really, really good year. And he has the opportunity because there's nobody where it's like, Oh, so-and-so is going to take like a ton of shots on that team. And he's a six, eight playmaker. So, I mean, yeah, my other ones are Scotty Barnes. I love him. Um, Halliburton. Anthony Edwards because it'll be like the like he could be like the John Moran of last year where yeah, but I also wonder again with Cat and Gobert now it's like does he take a slightly statistical drop back I don't know, um, Anthony Simons could be a dark horse and mm-hmm. then Cade Cunningham so lots of guys to potentially win that and lastly rookie of the year I've got Keegan Murray I've been on this train since basically when he got drafted I like that I have him second. I know you and I may have a couple uh, ideas for futures with him, but I'm going Paolo first. Um, He's second for me. Yeah, so those, so we got the same first and second just flipped. Um, yeah, I mean, Keegan's probably going to be starting on a better team. Don't know how you want to look at that, but. Yeah, I just see it. I'm like, he's going to get a ton of shots, in my opinion. I think he'll be good immediately. He's a scorer. He can do everything right away, so. Um, and, and so can Paolo, but I just, I think Keegan Murray will have even slightly more opportunity probably. So, um, yeah, that is, are we done? Is that, is that 
Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. I didn't know if you want to run through the actual playoffs, but I know we gave our uh, our stand. Oh, yeah, we can go through that quick. So in the East, I have Sixers over whoever the eight seed is, Bucks over whoever the seven is, Celtics over Cavs, Raptors over Nets, <coughs> and that's my first round. Then I have um, so it's Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, Raptors. I have Bucks playing the Celtics and the Bucks winning that series in their revenge um, matchup. Sixers beating the Raptors. And then Bucks beating the Sixers in the Eastern Conference Final. And then in the West, I have Warriors, Clippers advancing over the seven and eight seeds. I have Nuggets over the Grizzlies. And slightly, maybe surprising, but I think Jokic kind of um, is the best player in that series. So he wins that series for them. Mm-hmm. Pelicans over the Suns. And and that's kind of another surprising one. I think the uh, Suns suffer another playoff collapse, if you will. Warriors over the Pelicans, Clippers over the Nuggets in the second round, and then uh, Clippers over the Warriors in the West. So Bucks, Clippers in the finals, hmm. and of course Bucks in six. <laughs> All right, mine. I got uh, Sixers versus the Raptors as a one-eight. Sixers moving on. Nets, Cavs with the Nets being the Cavs, Celtics, Hawks, Hawks. I'm going with the upset pick over the Celtics and Hawks. Yes. Hawks over Celtics. That's my big early season. No games been played yet. Upset. So we got Sixers, Nets. I got the Nets taking them down Hawks, Bucks and the Bucks beating Atlanta and the Bucks send the Nets home packing again. Eastern Conference champ. Um, same as you, I got my seven and eight just moving on. So I got Warriors over the T-Wolves. You're not going to like this. I got Pelicans Clippers, and I think Kawhi finally goes down. I'm taking the the deep Pelicans and Zion to upset. Lots of upsets for me. Great. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I took them over the Suns, so I'm, I am i don't even hate that. I like the Pelicans. And that would be a heck of a series. Um, fun to watch. Grizzly Suns. I got Memphis. Um, Nuggets, Mavs, Nuggets move on. Nuggets beat the Grizzlies. Did you have that same matchup, Nuggets, Grizzlies? In the first round, I had it. Okay. Um, and then Warriors, Pelicans. Warriors are too good. So Denver, Golden State. Golden State moves on. The Bucks take down the Warriors after Draymond gets suspended in game two. Gordon <laughs> Poole is already out for the year with an ankle injury in the first round. Bucks win championship. <laughs> Here's all the headlines. Oh, Bucks win. There's no pool green. Blah 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 blah. There's always going to be, but the Bucks get their second ring. I like this. I like how specific that was. <laughs> Somebody click right. that and save it. So I got Bucks over Clippers. You got Bucks over Warriors. Either way, we agree. The Bu- I think I think the Bucks have a good shot to do it again. So um, yeah, I like them. That does it for our NBA predictions episode. Thank you all for tuning in, and um, yeah. I mean, again, I'm super pumped for the uh, season to start here. It starts in two days, and the Bucks play on Thursday. So can't wait to get into it. Can't wait to start talking Bucks regularly and NBA regularly. So yeah, um, should be a fun season. And, uh, yeah, that does it for us. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Peace out.